Yo, what's up, y'all? This be Johnny and J-Mo from State of Shit Podcast, letting you know to like and subscribe to us on any listening platforms you may be able to listen to podcasts. We are on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. All right, ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Steer the Ship Podcast. This is your boy, J-Mo and... Johnny, yay, yay. What's up, y'all? All right, on this episode, it's going to be titled Real G's Moving Silence. Now, I think that should speak for itself, but we're going to use that to speak on specific situations. The first situation we're going to speak on is going to be the Young Thug YSL Rico case that happened out in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, to be specific. And that has a lot, in my opinion, to do with real G's not moving in silence. So my first thing is, when you first seen that, what's the first thing popped in your head? The first thing that popped in my head when I seen Rico charges, I was like, oh, shit. They've been stacking the case on this nigga for a long time. I don't know what the fuck was going on, you know what I'm saying, with, like, you know, Young Thug. But then I went on. You know, seeing it on Twitter and whatnot, because that's how I really found out about it on Twitter. I'm sitting around and I'm like, why is everybody saying free thugger and gunner? You know what I mean? And I'm like, what happened? Then I seen they got stacked on some Rico charges and the shit, like, what it did way back, like in 2013 or something like that. 2012. Something like that, right? The YSL gang and shit. But you know, Young Thug is the biggest name out the shit, right? So, I really don't know that much on what took place to start stacking the charges on them. But the thing about it, when it came, when it comes to Rico charges and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Racketeering, it's like it's almost been being used against gang members. Yes, and what racketeering does, usually in my opinion, is... Well, I'm going to speak on this one specifically, right? It was 28 guys indicted. With it being 28 guys indicted in total, and that's yeah. just off the rip, that lets me know off the rip you're going to have at least a few people going to have to tell. They all, that's usually how it go by numbers. Some the, the, one, A few guys going to tell. That's why they grab a lot of guys that don't have nothing to do with it. Imagine if me and I got a gang, right, Johnny? Like... I'm the leader of my gang and all you ever did was allow my homies to come in the studio when I record and they put you in a Rico charge trying to give you 20 years. You might be inclined to say like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I'm not finna go down with these niggas when all I ever did was allow the gang in the studio and I don't even talk to them when they come in the studio. They didn't hear with him, mm-hmm. but they see, they photoing them niggas and they see them coming to my studio and they classify that as meetings in my studio. You might be inclined to tell. As a square that's like ain't got nothing to do with the gang life. Just never through did, never took the play. Just through affiliation. Yeah. Right? So they try to always get a few people in there like that, a few people that never been to jail that they can put that pressure on. And I it might be a few of those in this case. But this case boiled down to for one, they hadn't been and my I, I guarantee you, they had not been investigating these guys since 2012, 2013, 20. They probably start investigating these guys like 2018, maybe, because of the war that was going on between YSL and YFN. Okay, and, y- YFN. Yes. Really? Yes. 
Why okay. FN is in jail right now on the indictment. They mm-hmm. got indicted last year on Rico. So the beef is tearing the city apart. But with the Rico they got on Young Thug, it's basically they got him and two other guys as being the starters of YSL, a uh, street gang that's connected with the Bloods. Yeah, yeah, we know. Well, if you know anything about Young Thug, yeah, you would know that. Yeah. So they trying to say basically he been out here. He rented a car. They got yeah, that's, the guy, that's what I heard, another guy yeah. killed. They actually got Young Thug on wiretap talking about certain things. Like if you read the indictment or if you uh let's you no know, go through the indictment or with someone. Mm-hmm. Like they got Young Thug on wiretap talking to, on jail. Like the niggas in jail, bro. It ain't even wiretap. Sometimes, sometimes it ain't. It's like he talking to a nigga that's t- calling him from jail on a jail phone, and he's still saying shit that he shouldn't say. And he also, they also got him on like wiretap, telling them like, take care of that and I'm gonna take care of you. Little shit, you know, boss talk, you know what I mean? That they try and get and interpret into like, he putting hits out, he making things happen. But he doing that shit, like you saying like, he was actually doing that shit like on call, like like to people in prison? Well, he did some, uh. So he was just slipping. He was like, he was slipping at the mouth. He was talking a lot. He was talking a lot, and then it's a it's a it's a piece of the indictment that makes everyone believe that because you know when dudes go to jail they get cell phones, mm-hmm. not like get them like admit. But but it's accessible. Yeah, it's like, like 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 people can get. Yeah, cell I'm not phones saying like jail. for you. I'm just saying for like the people that out there listening. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying that they are administered by the people outside. I'm saying like people illegally obtain cell phones while in jail. And in the process of supposedly in the process of them obtaining a cell phone illegally, the cops may have slid them a cell phone that was already tapped and just basically like listening to all of the conversations that were going on because they have a part of the indictment that says they were listening in on a private conversation that a guy in jail was having. And how can you have a private conversation in jail on a phone Uh other than a cell phone? And then when the guy, the reporter asked, he was like, does that mean you guys slid him a cell phone? And the lady kind of was like, we ain't going to answer that question right now. Ah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, slick shit. Damn, that's, that's fucked slick up. slick police work. But mm-hmm. that's also like. Slipping up, though. You still when you do sp- shit, it's never a point to talk. Like, they got a lot of, you go through their indictments, they got a lot of Facebook posts, I mean, a lot of Instagram posts with pictures of them doing gang signs, with posts of them tagging YFN members. Hey, I'm a uh, <laughs> one nigga tag YFN Lucci and said, man, if I didn't like what you did for your family, I would have been killed you. Another- it's like, it sound like they're, they're trying to make slime game look like an actual game. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I think so. That is true, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying no like they're not. Slime gang made themselves look like an actual gang. Yeah. Now they have to try to make themselves look not, like they're not, not a gang. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. You can't be out here throwing up the shit and you really want to try so hard to be- make us believe like by doing what you do. And then next thing you know, when you get in trouble, you try to come out and say the exact opposite of what you was trying to tell us the last five or six years. Exactly. That's why. That's why I was saying they were actually using his lyrics and shit like that in the indictment as well. Okay, answer me this: Do you feel like lyrics should be used in indictments? 
No, I think I I really do do not think that lyrics should be used in indictments. But when you were saying that, like you know, they start repping themselves as a gang, he was using a lot of YSL slang in that shit. So that's why they're using it. I'm not saying, but they but they tend to do that, like because um, there is a police for yeah. the fucking for 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 for, for, for rappers straight up. I found that out through Prodigy, Prodigy from Mob Deep. You know what I'm saying? Prodigy kind of figured it out when he was in jail. And, you know, he went to jail for a gun. So he said he was going to take the rap. But he's Prodigy. He's a fucking well-known rapper in New York. So the cops are fucking, like, tugging him. He's playing along with them, trying to see how far the fucking rabbit hole goes. And he fucking stumbled across that, dog, these motherfuckers are really looking at rappers. Like, they was, like, naming anybody. Like, he was, like, playing that he was going to cooperate with them. Then they were just naming random rappers. What do you know of such and such and such? I'm not going to name the rappers out. But he was like, man, this is an actual fucking, like, a that's an actual, like, you know, um, part of law enforcement that's going after rappers. Okay, I'm going to use this as an example, right? Let's say I'm a prosecutor out in Jacksonville, Florida, right? And... Four weeks ago, I had a murder go happen where the, a, a guy get kidnapped, killed, drug in the woods, and they lose him. Mm-hmm. Basically, we find him out in the woods dead. Yeah. And excuse me, I hear a rap song eventually about we drug him in the woods and left that nigga for dead. Am I not supposed to take those lyrics seriously and at least investigate further? And then once I get more evidence to tie you to that murder, I can say, hey, I have his fingerprints. I have his foot. Look, the them motherfucking Air Force Ones. You see how that that's his that's his shoe because it's kind of faded right here on the pot. We got the footprints. Plus, look at this lyric that kind of insinuates he's bragging about the murder. The murder happened May 1st. This lyric was dropped on three weeks later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the only only time I feel like lyrics should be used <laughs> against a person if he sit here and paint a picture yeah, you actually and say the, the body is in the grave next to the place I used to shave over by the shell. Man, I gave that nigga hell and they go by the shell and find the body and your fucking jacket that you on Instagram wearing. Maybe your lyrics could be used in court and that's the only time I feel like it should be used. I don't feel like it should be used to prove something that you can't prove physically. Mm-hmm. Because if that's the case, then go get all my mansions, go get all my my two million dollars worth of jewelry, go get them three McLarens I paid for with the pink slip. I ain't got none of that shit. So if I ain't got that, what makes you think I really did this or did that? But they insinuate themselves in a lot of real crimes. Like if the police looking at, and then another part too. Let's say Johnny the Body Man. You out in New Orleans, man? They call you Johnny the Body Man because they know what you do, right? The police already watch you. Why would you want to be a rapper talking about bodies? Because I'm a real fucking gangster like that. That's what I'm saying. Rapping. So what they're going to be doing is when they listening to your lyrics, they're going to be taking them more serious than they would the island boys talking about dropping bodies in Florida. They're going to listen to the body man that they know by reputation, King Von. Hey, you by know reputation. you got some shit. Yeah. So we're going to listen to your lyrics a little more so we can piece together some shit because we know people have the tendency to want attention for things. That's why murders, people say you're never supposed to talk about the shit. Why you think it's hard to be a mob boss now and not say shit? All niggas, we can tell you the leaders of pretty much every little gang out here. 
because they stand out tall and say, hey, I'm running this shit. I'm the, the boss and I'm the... They say all the shit you literally not supposed to say exactly. out loud. It's like the boss not even supposed to shine like that. They He's like supposed the, to stay in the back. They like the nigga to go to court and say, no, sir, I don't smoke dope. I sell it. You're like, no, nigga. You're supposed to say you smoke dope, <laughs> nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they already had they had, they, yeah, they had it right, laid out for you, man. But that goes back to the Young Dolph thing. Like, Gunna is just charged with wearing YSL pendants and gangbanging. But one thing I do know about legal processes is people are looking at the initial indictment and saying oh they don't have nothing they just using posts and lyrics and for one a lot of people not even bringing up the wiretaps and the shit like that's how i know a lot of people not reading the indictment they just reading the headlines from stuff that other people that hadn't read the indictment had posted talking about the are they using their lyrics because that's the most thing that's yeah that's pop, the only thing out. yeah that's the only thing but, i kind of just glanced at nigga when you get caught on the phone talking and they got your voice they saying william jeffries told this dude so and so this and they got the shit in quotes like you know what i'm saying nigga that's dangerous in court they got that shit and you know that's only on the indictment in the fucking court they gonna play the audio and now he gotta prove that ain't him saying that shit yeah they gonna say this is your number your cell phone Nigga, we got you answering this call 40 different times. You know what they us they gonna have on their recording? It's him identifying himself one day. Hey, what's up, man? Who, man, it's slime. Man, it's no, whoever, however he call himself. I'm telling yeah. you, man. So the recordings are what's gonna get you. And then <laughs> we seen that with the Takashi 69 shit. Mm-hmm. They had all the recordings. We seen that with the And uh, video. They had video and recordings. With the AR app when he got popped. Yeah. We seen that with that. Casanova just found out he got snitched on by a gang of motherfuckers. Like when you get in a Rico with a gang of motherfuckers, it's a lot of shit to go on. That's why I never understand why people do shit with a gang of motherfuckers. I don't get it neither. I really don't get it. But, but it's like it's like even if you are a part of shit, don't claim gang gang. Keep that shit on the low. Yeah, just it's okay to move in silence. It's okay to just say I got a lot of friends to be that nigga that with just with a lot of people. Y'all don't all have to have on the same color, saying throwing up the same hand signs. Saying we part of the same game. To me, that is like when social media was made and when music videos became more, what I say by uh controlled by the people, not the person like us, the person that's actually doing the video. Because back then, you know, music videos costed fucking thirty thousand. You had to go to Doctor X, Mister Little Mister X, because you had to have your shit played on BET MTV. Now mm-hmm. I can shoot a fucking video on my cell phone and put that shit on YouTube. Yeah. So with that being the case, people are showing you a lot more into their life. They guns, yeah. They cruise, the blocks they hang on. <coughs> Don't like, be having them guns in your hand in the video. If you're a felon and if you're on a spot you're not supposed to be in, that gets that get a lot of people. That's what got Kodak Black. That's what got uh uh damn uh forty two Doug. They just got him with a, having a gun at the fucking uh, range they ain't got no picture of him shooting that motherfucker that's how you know they don't give a fuck right when he picked the gun or they just stopped taking pictures yeah we got him let's go home nigga we don't give a fuck what he do with this gun wait well he was on what was he on probation or parole he was on probation oh yeah he went to a gun range and picked up a gun and they got him holding the gun probably in detroit huh in atlanta atlanta Mm. damn that sucks yep out there in georgia Mm. but and that's another thing too with uh georgia is we like to call it the black Hollywood. It is, right? But what you're getting is a lot of young rich rappers moving them and their gangs out of their dangerous situations. We're going to move you from Chicago. Lil Dirk moved him and all the old block from Chicago 
fucking uh because you know what I'm saying they don't want to be out there, but then they out there because it's GDs in fucking Atlanta. Now yeah. y'all out there GDKing, and yeah. then you got motherfucking uh who else out there? You got I'm just trying to think because most of the niggas are from Atlanta. You got Future, you got Thug, you got Baby, all them niggas from Atlanta. Gunner from Atlanta, Quando uh, from Atlanta. I don't know. I know you got a lot of rappers that not a lot of rappers, a few rappers that live in Atlanta. I know two chains and oh, a lot of niggas. A lot of them. Yeah. I can go I can go deeper back. But yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like the younger guys. Mm-hmm. Like the ones that's moving out there right now and is bringing a lot of their crews out there. Like Pooh Shiesty was out there in Atlanta. Everybody goes to Atlanta. King Von was like, out there literally, living in Atlanta. Like literally everybody goes to Atlanta. It's like a port or something like that for rappers. Cause it's cheaper. It's mm-hmm. like a it's a spot. They have a lot of like Professional music studios. It's like, and it's it's up the I ninety five corridor. You can get to Miami and New York. Yeah, and then shit, it's cheaper. The land cheap, and they got, you have your guns. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of good reasons to move out there. And it's on the East Coast. It's like this, the L A on the East, because you know you always need that East and West Coast shit. New York. There's so is, many fucking trees out there. Yeah, so many trees out there in Georgia. There's so many trees. <laughs> <laughs> but. Georgia's tired of people like that's what's going on. A lot of people moving out there. There's a lot of gang banging. A lot of rich ass gangs out there. That's why they having to use Rico. If it wasn't Rico, they would have been locking them niggas up by state. For real. But them niggas rich ass gangs. Like they say eight uh young thug net worth at like eight mil. Gonna got some meals. Then you know what I'm saying? They got some little niggas in the group, I'm sure, hustling, doing their thing. It's like if y'all do get popular, at least y'all be good in the feds. They gonna be good now. They ain't going to feds though. They going to state. Wow, is that? Yeah, it's a Georgia uh, Rico. Okay. Damn. So it wasn't done dealing with money. This is dealing with murder. Murder and gang shit. Mm. But the crazy part about it is, if the state lose, the feds could still pick the case up because he got they got a lot of shit in there that's federal, like felons using firearms, felon. Uh, guns and weapons in the same spot with gang shit, federal silencers, modified weapons, felon. Yeah, I mean federal. federal yeah. So they got federal shit in there, and the feds just really sit back watching. Like, okay, they gonna spend like a couple million on twenty eight niggas in the feds on state if they want to try to beat this their baddest. He gonna they gonna have to pay for everybody lawyer and everything, right? If they lose a couple million later, right when they think they won, we gonna pull up and we gonna we gonna start over. Damn. So it's a, it's gonna be a long, long, long road. If Thug, let's say Thug was to just beat this shit straight out, he'd probably be in jail five years trying to beat the state and the feds because it's like the evidence is already there. Feds ain't got to do no work. All they got to do is go in there and read the packet. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This good or this not good enough. They probably already read the packet to let the state know because who professionals in the fed Rico federal. So then the state, if they need help, they not finna go. Oh, we're going to go holler at a DA. They're going to holler at the feds and say, we trying to pop these niggas on the Rico. Can you send one man or two men over here to help us put this Rico together? And I guarantee you the feds had their hands in on that. That's why I be like, they like, that's the state. That's a weak case. I'm like, y'all ain't never seen it. Y'all must not have seen Rico. <clears throat> yeah. Rico shit come out. We got 48 pages right now, nigga. You got to fight a Rico. Rico don't disappear. You got to fight that shit. You don't get Or do jail time. That's... For real, you don't really get bonds. And a, de- uh, un- and a decent part about being locked up with thirty niggas is you can plea out right now for five years. Most of them niggas can. Like thug somebody gonna thug gonna have to plea out for like 12, 13 years. 
God damn. I mean, it, it sex, money, murder, man. He ain't part of that group, but I'm saying like he chose that life. He could have been drew the line and say, I'm going to put y'all niggas on and step out y'all way because I got too much shit over this side to lose. I got families and kids and but yeah. he wanted to still be that mob boss. That nigga didn't, at the fucking seat, head seat at the table. And when you want to be that shit, like forever you taking that risk. You got to step back eventually and let the gangsters be gangsters. You turned into a whole nother nigga. And that's the thing about us as people. We scared to fucking progress. Mm. We look, we feel like progression is lessening. But that's honestly moving forward. And we need to realize that shit. Because that's why a lot of our rich ass rappers, we the type of niggas reach success just to show a nigga we can, how good we can fuck it up. Yeah. And I'm not saying <clears> I and, and, and it's crazy. Like, it's literally like how the mighty has fallen. And it's a long story behind it because... Yeah, a very long story, it seemed like. Because I like using you as an example, man. You Johnny, man. You Johnny, you out there in motherfucking L.A. You big crip, right? You big crip, Johnny. Like, you growing up in the fucking the, the neighborhoods. You been banging on Hoover's your whole motherfucking life. You get 17 years old. You been banging since 14. Never got caught up, none of that shit. You, but you done got you about six niggas out your way. You know what I'm saying? You finally get 17, 18 and pop off in the music game. What makes you think you will ever be able to just stop banging on niggas and go do music? Them Hoovers going to be at that show. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of like sometimes what it be caught up in is we get caught up in so much <clears throat> shit as a young nigga that when we get older, we try to be grown and like, oh, man, like I'm fucking nigga. I'm motherfucking number one on the charts with Rich Homie Quan and Birdman, dog. I'm finna get out this shit. But at the same time, it's hard because... We done caught two, three bodies before we got here. That shit ain't going away. If we start trying to move light, them niggas going to run over us. So now we got to move heavier. We Instead of like little pistols, we're going to start big straps. We're going to start everything we can do to make ourselves look, you know what I'm saying, untouchable because we got to let these niggas know like it's still up if it have to be. So that's a, like a lot of getting caught up in the whirlwind of not even being able to get out. You damn near got to go to your op. And just say, hey, man, can I just pay to get out the fucking beat? You know what I'm saying? You damn near got to do some <coughs> shit what they would call the most pussiest square shit. Like, man, I got a million dollar check. I got niggas on my ass. Is there a way we can squash this shit? Or, <laughs> or if I'm in Atlanta, damn. do I just move to L.A. and move all my family out and never, like, try to avoid Atlanta? And it's, like, tricky. You know what I'm saying? So we make it seem easy. Like, you could just get money and turn the light off on all the shit you did in the past but it's not that easy no it's not so i do understand why a lot of people get caught up still after they in that shit but i do feel like some people been popping too long to be doing some of the shit they doing Hmm. like it's okay to be in a beef with a nigga but i don't have to be tagging a nigga every day at a nigga head always at a nigga head but then they killing each other back and forth so it ain't about just the killing that happened four years ago it's about the killing that happened four weeks ago so you still salty about that shit. So of course you're going to post like, nigga, fuck you. When I see you, what's up, bitch? And the DA just sitting there like, screenshot that text before they delete it. Yeah. Screenshot that. Screenshot that. They got so many goddamn screenshots up in that motherfucker. Like, they watch, they in their DMs. They got their pad. Like, you know what I'm saying? They got mm-hmm. fucking warrants to check their DMs. They got DM messages of niggas doing shit. I don't know. But one thing I say about a group, man. You gonna run the group? We should never have to talk about what. It should always be understood. 
If you go to jail for the game, you got lawyer, you got book, you got money in your book. Niggas get caught because niggas call at home like, man, look, man, I did that shit for you, dog. How you gonna leave me hanging? Bam, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And one nigga uh, was in the DM. That's what he said in the DM. Guess what? Imagine this, Johnny. Imagine me and you go catch a body right now, right? And three days later, I hit you in the DM like, man, they trying to indict us on that body. What you gonna look at your DM and look like? What the fuck? I look at that nigga and say, bro, I don't have nothing to do with that. I ain't got nothing to worry about. But basically, they looked at that and that's how the guy insinuated himself in the murder. He DM'd the nigga. They trying to indict us on that body. Like, like us? I don't know what you talking about. I'd have put us with question marks, the hype, the uh, exclamation marks, and I'd be like, bro, I don't have nothing to do with that body. <laughs> so if they read that shit in court, that was my response to that shit, nigga. <laughs> Fuck no. But they got both of them niggas because he insinuated himself and that other nigga because he said us. They trying to indict us. Why would you be worried about that in another nigga DM about that shit? I'd be like, man, they tripping. You know what I'm saying? I want to hit. What, 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 what if you look at it and they see they they see that it was left on scene? It was left on scene. It had to be left on scene because <laughs> shit. Even if he don't have to respond, but I the guy is kind of already telling the tale by saying, "Why would uh, he hit you? Uh, Why would I hit Johnny up? Why I ain't just say that shit on fucking?" Because I don't know what you talking about. I was high last night. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was all he said. They trying to indict us on that body. Like, how? How you know? Who you been talking to? Damn, boy. They just let themselves slip. Sloppy. A lot slime. of sloppy shit. Niggas get sloppy money. Slime. Niggas get money. And it's hard to be a gangster in a little life. Nigga, you on private jets. You in fucking Four Seasons hotels. You on fucking like islands and shit. Why I gotta still kill people? You on islands and shit. Why and then you gotta, gotta remember people? the. Hush hush on the phone. You gotta remember to like not have certain conversations. You get super loose traveling the world and just living that certain type of life. And I think that's what it is. Is it just got too comfortable? Mm-hmm. And that's all the feds ever look for. Any authorities look for is just for that moment you get too lax. If you're running from them, if they trying to catch you doing some shit, they just gonna wait for you to get lax. Dope dealer, whatever you're doing. They say he'll get lax. That nigga that every time we pull him over, we can't find that smoke in the car. We can't find that dope in the car. One day he ain't going to feel like putting that shit all the way where it's supposed to go. We're going to pull him over and get his ass. And it always happens. Because <clears throat> the lawman say they got that saying. They say you got to get lucky every time. We just got to get lucky once. Yeah. And I'm like, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Just so that was that situation with Thug and niggas not moving in silence. Niggas talking. Niggas moving out loud they want to be seen they want to be heard but not knowing that not saying not knowing not keep being always cognizant that we as the fans and the consumers aren't the only ones listening and watching it's other people that are really trying to take you out and down yeah so you worried about not being scared of a pussy op but the, not only I think the nigga partners you kill, it's them people that's mad y'all killing each other on the streets because a police officer got hit, 14 year old kid got hit just on some of y'all shootout shit. And they tired of that shit. And y'all out here bragging about pulling up on niggas and not being scared. That's when I like when, you know what I like when I hear rappers say, I'm pussy. 
I like when rappers say that shit. When you know the nigga gangster, he be like, man, come on, I'm a pussy, man. They like, be like, man, what you do if a nigga run up on you? You be like, man, I'm pussy, bro. I probably run. But you know he like probably keep the fire on him at all times. <laughs> and he always say shit like, I don't carry nothing. And you know he, but he give you that look. Who says that? Like niggas like Black Youngster. Uh, who else say that shit? There's somebody <laughs> else that loves saying that shit. Be like, man, nah, I'm pussy. I'm pussy. I ain't gonna do shit at all. Like. They always do that shit, but they like known for being that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Baby, the baby don't care. But little baby, I like the way he moves. Oh, the baby do care. No, I'm no, saying no, as far as saying. No, no, my, my fault. I was thinking about somebody else. I'm thinking about little baby. Little baby, I like the fact that he stay out the way, but they had his group up there. Supposedly an indictment, not like in the indictment, but as a group being watched by the people out there. Which the little baby don't make a lot of noise out there in Atlanta. He said in his music, he just don't give a lot of specifics. He don't post a lot of, no, he don't post nothing but drip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but that was that part. The second part was Wack 100 and the J Prince uh, confusion they had. I could call it. I wouldn't call it a beef or anything like that. But uh, 1998. Some lady named Karen something went out and did an interview with Larry Hoover. And in 2021, it became an issue on who where the tape was. And I guess Jay Prince wanted to get the tape because if you remember, in 2021, Jay Prince went on like a free Larry Hoover campaign. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to get that tape of interview so he can make this whatever, a documentary or movie. Whatever he wanted to do with it, he wanted to do with it. And the lady still had the tape from 98. And she had somehow, I guess, heard that Jay Princeton was trying to get the tape from her. So she wanted to get like somebody else involved because she kind of like in the real 50s now. And she don't want to be like out here dealing with these niggas. And then she probably heard who Jay Prince was. So she went and got whack 100. Because she out in Cali and she heard like he make a lot of shit happen out there. And somebody might have told her, go to whack. He'll protect you or some shit. So <laughs> she went to Wack, put Wack in on a deal, and Wack called Jay Prince. Was like, "What's up, man? You gonna what we gonna do for this tape?" He said Jay Prince tried to give him twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Nah, that's too low. We ain't gonna do it." And Jay Prince just stopped responding to him basically. So he find himself in a clubhouse interview one day. I'm in a clubhouse conversation with somebody, and someone was just asking, "Won't you get Jay Prince to help you with this?" And that's. When he was like, oh, no, Jay Prince don't fuck with me, man. And he started telling that story about that, about the woman with the tape and how he got involved, right? So he must have kept talking about it, like, every day. Well, no, it didn't. It just kept circulating online because I kept seeing it pop up. And then Jay Prince just eventually got tired and made a little tape basically saying, yeah, you're right, I don't fuck with you. You tried to take something from the Hoover family. You got a problem? Let me know. I got something for your ass. But Wack 100 came back and basically defended the fact that the woman had a contract. She rightfully owned the tape. She shouldn't have to accept the lowball offer for the tape. And she don't want just money for the tape. She want to be involved with the project. And I feel like that's right too. Like he feel like Jay Prince, you're not finna come out here and take nothing from nobody. He say my coast is my coast. You can do what you want down there, but I'm going to do what I'm like over here. I'm running shit. You're not going to come take nothing from nobody. Mm. And that's basically his stance. And Jay Prince is like, I stand on my word. I stand on my respect. Just know that. He said always. So we'll see how that happens with the tape. 
like who eventually gets the tape. I don't be like, we'll see who dies, who gets killed. Oh no, J. Pearson's not like that. But uh, I just want to see how will the tape be retrieved? Yeah, because some way or somehow, some way, someone's gonna get the tape. tape, No, Jay Princeton will get the tape because the GDs are mad. The Gangster Disciples are all the niggas mad because Larry Hoover's involved now, and they like, "Oh, you playing with Larry family? They want the tape. Give them the tape. You trying to charge the family for a tape of Larry, nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? They mad, which." She spent money recording this shit. We know this shit. Well, whack is going. We know this. You know how? Yeah. Because cameras cost a lot of fucking money. Production crews cost a lot of money to have a, somebody else come in there with you to go to the president of the United States and get permission to go inside this private prison, what is lockdown prison, and interview this man for three days and get six hours worth of footage. Like, she put work the ass off. She should get something. And if her desire is to let me just be a part of the project, I feel like that should be the easiest shit in the world. I think they'll make it happen. That's what I say. I think they're going to find a way to X out whack. They're going to find a way to have a real conversation with the lady and let her know, like, get this clown out the way. What percentage you want of the project? But I'm sure she's not just wanting percentage. She spent all of this time working on it. She want to be a part of editing and whatever it got to be done for the project that they have in mind. And that's all I feel like it's rightfully so because it's partnership. Mm-hmm. You got what I want, I got what you need. Let's go. Because they have the rights to the movie. She can't make a movie. She could do a documentary. It's but, an interesting story, man. But it's a lot of documentaries out about Larry Hoover that people not watching because documentaries are documentaries. But a movie where you have him from the interview telling you about certain things and you have the movie acting it out. And people already knowing the story of Larry Hoover, that'll be big. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And that's what I wanted to see on how that panned out. But G not moving in silence on that is just whack 100 always talking. He claimed he against the big pyro, been banging since the 80s, been to the penitentiary. He don't tolerate disrespect and the truth should never be t- uh seen as disrespect he got all these goddamn sayings but he always find himself in somebody else's business i'm sorry every time he talk about it whenever this niggas be like on power root i'll be like i'll be laughing dog it kind of tickles me a little bit it's like yeah that's some gangster fucking shit but when i hear a nigga say it like that i just that's a defense <laughs> yeah to me, that's I like to, I have to fucking laugh. He's like all power rule. Like shut the fuck. That's up. like when he say that we supposed to like put both ears up and just be like, oh, he can't be lying. He said on power rule. Yeah, he said on power rule. He was like, if Jay Prince was talking like that in my face, I would have I would have broke his jaw on power rule. I don't tolerate no disrespect. <laughs> I've been doing this shit for a long time, and then I'm thinking like. <laughs> Man, you fucking stupid. Like, I know. That's I do I believe did. him in a lot of ways because the way he talk is the way I feel about a lot of things. Like, if you're going to take off, just take off and take your ass whooping. But I'm like, the nigga Jay Prince roll with, they going to have that nigga looking like that nigga that attacked Dave Chappelle. Because he rolled with some big ass niggas and this nigga got a gym. You can't tell me these niggas ain't qualified with some black belt or some type of box. Like, some type of hella shit. Cause these they got hands. Same bodyguards for years, bro. He ain't trusting himself with no Rudy Poo ass niggas. He look at himself as a high almighty. He got some Secret Service type niggas over there. Mm-hmm. Trust me, man. So, yeah, you can break his jaw, 
But man, you gonna look like that nigga that tried to attack that did attack Dave Chappelle. I promise you that. Twisted, oh my god. Cause whack pride itself on rolling by itself. I go into these meetings alone. You was not coming out that meeting looking good. Like it'll be a big problem. You put your hands on Prince, bro, because the people around him, like it's just he he. He one of the last ones left. Mm-hmm. Just to say it like that. Like, he one of the last ones left. You see him, you can't look around and say, him too. There's probably some more out there though, I'm sure. But they not on Instagram like this nigga is. <laughs> oh, Jay Prince is enjoying his life. Well, because he got a lot of legal business. Yeah. So he can be on Instagram. Very good. He good. Though. He, he got good, boxes. Though. He got music. He got, yeah. you know, awesome. wine. Yeah. He got the ranch where he's selling produce. He doing a lot yeah. of shit. So he, he, he could be out here looking like I got money because he can account for this shit. Like, some, a lot of the real bosses, they like, nigga, look, I'm still wearing Nike fits. Them niggas got, <laughs> I swear to God, them niggas got fucking buku money, man. But that was, that was, that was, that was what I wanted to say about them two guys, man. Uh, the WAC 100 and uh, Jay Prince thing. I just wanted to see, I want to see how that's going to pan out. I really hope the Prince family, well, not the Prince family, more so the Hoover family get the footage and we can get us a good Larry Hoover movie. Yeah, that's what's up, man. You know what I'm saying? BMF was pretty good. And that's what inspired Larry Hoover to do it. I mean, uh, the Hoover family and Prince to do it is because of the success of BMF. They see Well, that. BMF only had one season. They didn't get continue. That's because 50 had fucked up business practices in my opinion sometimes sometimes he 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 tried to like pout you can see it on fucking line 50 going and pout he don't like i don't think sometimes i ain't gonna say you don't understand because that's a fucking slight but bro i been in like <sighs> i ain't gonna know how to put it because i don't have enough understanding of the business and how i should have what he yeah i don't understand how but how 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 bmf didn't get a, get a second season because I know it was something to do with his contract. He wanted something different in his contract that he didn't get. So he allowed them to just let, allow his contract to end with no further negotiations. But he had a lot of shit that 50 don't own that shit. Mm-hmm. They own that shit. Bro. So it's like, what the fuck now? Now he going to do the murder with the case. You see, he don't put that shit out there no more. They probably own that shit because all he doing for them is getting them to go buy the story and he just produced the shit yeah so now they got the story he can't even go make a goddamn movie about it the bmf shit he got he pretty much putting all the work to get the information for that though but he using a production company everything that he uses from them mm-hmm. outside of his relationships with certain people but using resources to make something great yeah and i don't blame him for it but it that's what when you doing that, you can't fucking sit there and talk all that shit at the company because you're going to have to leave all that shit behind. And I you probably more, ain't tripping I want on. more money. And you ain't, yeah. And then, what's the name say? He was only getting like 250 an episode. So, and he do need more money. That's only like a couple million per season. Mm-hmm. Or was he getting 250 for a whole season? I don't know. But what's the name say? Rick Ross said he wasn't getting paid shit to do that shit. He's like, nigga, they fucking you. You know what I'm saying? But uh, nobody wanted to hear it because nobody cares about Rick Ross. Super 50 Cent is super popular right now on Instagram, <laughs> on social media. So everybody was like, oh, get your fat ass. You just hate nigga. Oh, hating ass nigga. And 
I thought it was funny because I was telling myself, like, he probably don't get a lot of money from it, but it's a joy to do because you can say what you're responsible for. You get your credits up. I wonder if he gets money from for, for power, the, the, the other powers, like uh, the other books of power, like uh, book two. And Raising Canaan and... No, uh, Raising Canaan and uh, what else? Uh, Force. Force, yeah. With, with uh, Tommy, yeah. Is, is he getting money with that? He got to have gotten paid for it, for sure. Okay. I don't know if he, like, getting money, like, continuously, because then that, that goes into royalties. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a tricky thing in the entertainment business when it comes to getting your royalties. Yeah, and then that's a prime example of wanting the look without the, like, like, you got the look of looking executive, boss man, making all these shows, but then... When shit don't go your right, I mean, go, don't go your way, and you walk out the company now. We can make his own. How? Mm-hmm. You can have your resources. Yeah, but that shit costs a lot of money. That's how you end up losing your shit. Or you could probably find a new place to, like, you know, get a contract with. There's other streaming platforms besides Stars, because Stars is also an app besides just being a television program. You know what I'm saying? Like a program, yeah, a television program. So pretty much, like, you know, he could just go to probably Netflix and restart BMF for more money, or he could possibly go to Hulu. Who knows? That's resources for him. Yeah, but if you if you look at where he was doing, he wasn't somewhere in a flooded market. He was at Stars where he was the guy. He mm-hmm. wasn't somewhere trying to compete with the best movies out on. So screen. then again, so then again, it's just basically BMF then work for his wallet, so he just got rid of it. No, so he got rid of stars. Oh, he got. Oh, he just left stars. Yeah. So his contract was up. Yeah, and they didn't. Hmm. They, he didn't. The negotiation. And he didn't care didn't to like through. extend the contract because, yeah, he didn't agree with the negotiation. Yep. Okay. But it is what it is, man. I didn't watch. That was funny how this shit, shit anyway. went straight to fifty. <laughs> fifty and Kanye, no, I'm so much. No. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't watch most of the shit anyway. I was just speaking on it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, man. So. I think that's the end of the show. That's the end of the show, man. We are tired, y'all. Anyways, thank you for rocking with us if y'all made it this far. If you made it this far, don't forget to like and subscribe to your boys. You know what I'm saying? Steer the ship. We on all the platforms. I'm not going to even talk about the Instagram and all that stuff because I'm too fucking tired. So anyways, until then, we'll holler at y'all later. Peace. We out. Uh.